Welcome to another episode, or podcast rather, of Millennial Sex. I'm your host, Professor Double X, and tonight I have a very special guest. She's a friend of mine, and she's really cool, um, beautiful, uh, outgoing, <laughs> charming, brilliant person, um, and... Um, Oh, and wow. she's ready to share a story with us that's going to enlighten us and be extremely interesting. <laughs> well, um, hopefully not make you second guess all those compliments that you <laughs> just share, showered upon me so graciously. Oh, well, you deserve them. So. I think it's just a, you know, it's just a tactic to make me more at ease as I unleash my millennial sex story for the world. Um, okay. <clears throat> So let's begin at the beginning, some context for the characters at play in this story that actually takes place over a span of 10 years, although there's like a fast forwarding of 10 years, so don't worry. But it all begins with horny little me who comes from a fairly conservative Muslim family. And as I was explaining, I don't even know like it's just so it's so disorienting the, like the identity whatever it's called identity crisis shit it, that shit's real like i'm it's, i'm telling you oh first generation <laughs> yeah American. first gen yeah cuz it's like i would say my family is you know in reality it's like they're pretty cool and progressive but we come from a culture that's like super different than what's the norm or what is what i thought is the norm for american culture or what you, you know, anyways, so sex was, like, a big thing where, you know, I was very conflicted because I was a very horny child. Like, being horny was basically the first emotion that I could, like, ever remember feeling. Like, I just, you know, the smallest things. Like, <laughs> walking past some bras at Kmart, I'd be, like, staring at them and I would get horny. I don't How did you know you were horny? <laughs> because I wanted to, like, touch myself. Oh. <laughs> you probably used to do that a lot. You had that down pat. <laughs> right? Like a system. I don't remember yes, what do. my techniques were of when I was five years old. I remember mine. <laughs> there you go. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Well, I didn't touch myself. I just, like, rubbed on something. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sitting on top of the, the dry, the laundry machine or whatever. Yeah, I'd, like, hump something, a stuffed animal. <laughs> Did you ever, like, make out the with couch. your elbow? Yeah. Of okay, everyone does that. That's so normal. See, that's the thing. Coming from my Muslim upbringing, like, I don't even know what's normal and what's not. But, you know, whatever. Not the first person to, you know, come from a conservative background. I'm sure we all can relate. Well, anyways, so it all begins with my very first kiss when I was 14 years old. I went to, I went to this really tiny um, prep school where, um, you know, there was mostly, it was very, like, it was just like basically like 30 kids in the entire grade. And I had a crush on the headmaster's son and... Well, since we were, like, in middle school, I had a crush on him forever, and then all of a sudden, we're in high school, and, like, he's getting buff, and he, play, like, played all these sports, and, 
and like I got I got some boobs and I got my eyebrows thread and threaded and all of a sudden it's like bam you're sexy and but you're also still a child and you're like talking about your first crush from when you were like 10 years old so I remember one day after this is my first kiss by the way the story um it was one day after like basketball practice or whatever some some after school shit it was softball because I had my softball mitt and we were like flirting as 14 year olds flirt like I don't know I can only imagine how cheesy that was but then my crush comes by and like snatches my softball mitt and runs behind the lockers and I'm like oh my god give me back my softball mitt and like running after him and then next thing I know he just like pins me up up against the lockers and starts making out with me and I was like oh my god this is my first kiss and it was but it was kind of like rapey to be honest because like next thing I know it was like just like slobbering on my face and his like tongue is like down my throat and I'm like oh my god this is terrible (laughs) but I'm like but do I like this I'm like what is going oh my god I'm having my It was a lot of, it was, it was, it was weird. It was, um, I was stunned. I was stunned. And like, and then afterwards, like, I don't even know what happened. I really don't remember. I barely remember what happened yesterday. Like, I don't take zero responsibility for my actions sometimes. But I think that I was pissed off. And I, and so I think I like wrote some mean shit about him on my AOL instant messenger profile like, but it was, like, you know, silly 14-year-old mean shit. I don't even know. All I know is that the next, it was, like, I remember, it was, like, right before the school year ended because it was summertime, and, of course, like, I never saw any of my friends during summertime because I was basically, like, locked up in the prison of my conservative Muslim house and, like, didn't socialize with people. But I remember going back to school for 10th grade and, like, my crush was no longer part of the school. So, like, I never really saw him again. He got, I remember he got really mad at me because of that shit I wrote on my profile. So I was, like, whatever. I was, like, devastated secretly. I used to, I remember I used to, like, fantasize about my crush and whatever. But it was, like, stupid. So I never told anyone. Like, I, like, I feel stupid talking about it now because, like, I'm... But fast forward, like, ten years later. Ooh. <laughs> liberated grown-up me Mm. in nyc yeah well you know rebelling against the system being like i'm gonna be a millennial sexy woman and i'm gonna do whatever i want um so anyways i went through my, my rebellious phase and 10 years later oh my god remember the time you came over we came over to my parents house in new jersey we had a party because it was like the first time when my parents like went away. So he comes over and we're like drinking some beers. Was he still hot? Still pretty hot, yeah. He's like, but he's kind of like bro-y, like jock. You know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Like not, totally not my, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really talk to, I don't know. Next, next thing I was, you know, you know, I realized, you know, oh, like, like, what am I doing? Oh, obviously, like, this is not, this isn't high school. Like, or, like, I think the light, like, the, the light bulb goes off, like, the sex bulb. You're like, just like, it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it's a very clear switch from kind of just being in denial about the fact that there's sexual tension to just acknowledging it. And then in that moment, it's like, I asked myself this question, 
yes or no. And, like, 95% of the time it's just like, yeah, like, why not? Like, would, would you just, like, go for it? So it's just like, you know, the you know the more older you get, like, the more, like, you don't even, like, you just make that switch. You're like, oh, oh we're going to fuck. But, you know, but sometimes, you know, you have your hesitations. I was like, I don't know if I feel right, like, having, like, just, like, just having sex or, like, fucking in my parents' house. Like, I felt like it was just so disrespectful. And so I was like, oh, let's let's go somewhere. I don't even know how I commit, but whatever. I guess he just wanted to have sex. So we ended up going back to the school, the high school, the this, like, tiny prep school that was that we went to. And we break into the gym and break you into the... broke inside? Well, we didn't really break in. I mean, I guess he's the headmaster's son, so he knew how to, like, oh, get into the... Oh, he's still there? Well, the headmaster is still the headmaster, as oh. far as I know. He went away to college or something? You never saw him? Yeah, I didn't see him since we were classmates. And, and then, okay. ten years later, he's like, oh, well, I obviously still know how to get into this school where my father works. So I was like, oh, I went to that school. We graduated from that school. Okay, cool. Um, but I graduated as a virgin, just, you know, to be clear, because... Yes, in case mom and dad are listening. Yes. <laughs> my community, which is going to be like, oh, my God. Okay. But, anyway, so... You know, so you guys break. So in. we go into the gym and we go to the wrestling room. I don't know why. I guess he just like knew that the wrestling room was open, but and we decided to have sex in the wrestling room, which was pretty hot in my opinion. I was like, "What am I? This is exciting!" It was like so random. Like I was not expecting to do that, but anyway. So I was like officially like super turned on, and I was like, "We should just keep having more sex." Like as he like drops me like you know we had sex and then we like I don't even it was just like the you know the thrill of the environment and the irony of it and the recon I think it was like the satisfaction where I was like I'm having sex with my first kiss dude that I haven't like I don't know it was just like maybe this like hopeless romantic in me was like Oh, the unrequited love being satisfied through orgy or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's pretty hot. You guys broke into a school. It's almost like you are 15 again. Like, you get to relive that completely. You probably never even thought of wrestling room sex. They're That's wrestling. hot. He probably wanted to really get it on. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for <laughs> filling in the details, which I'm uh, still too shy to reveal. But... Anyways, let me tell you what happens next. So he's like, we drive back. He's like dropping me off back at my parents' house. And um, I was like still horny. So I was like, oh, I want to wrestle, have all this beer and like whatever. I think I have some tequila. And like, so he comes back in. And then at this point, like my shame and my guilt is just like gone. So I'm like thinking of all the places that I ever like fantasized about fucking people in my parents' house, like ever since I was a child. So I was like, ooh. And, um, but in reality, I basically, I just went into the guest room, like, we have, like, a spare room that, like, no, it's, like, doesn't belong to, because, like, you know, I was just thinking of all, like, I didn't, I don't know, I was, like, picking the rooms, and I was, like, I can't violate, like, my, like, I can't violate my, the sacred spot that belongs to my brother, this is my brother's room, like, I don't, that's, and I didn't want to do it in my room, because, oh, because I only have a twin-size bed in my room, that my childhood room. So anyway, so we ended up going to the spare room, 
and um, actually the reason why I always fantasized about having sex in that spare room is because it has this like tiny closet in it and I really wanted to just have sex in the tiny closet thing. It's like a closet room. <laughs> it's like a cellar. I don't know. It was like some weird room that I liked to sit in when I was a child. It was like my like fortress. Okay. And then at some point, I would just fantasize about having sex in that room. Anyways, we didn't go into the closet thing, but we were, like, having sex on the bed in that room. And we're, like, going at it and, like, um... <laughs> I'm, on t- I'm on top, he's on the bottom, and the bed's, like, shaking. And there's, like, a headboard with, like, a, with, like some books on it, and a book comes crashing down and hits him on the head and he's like what the fuck and he like hands me the book and it's the holy quran (laughs) (laughs) it just like fell from the skies above and smacked him on the and i'm and he's like giving me and i'm like i'm like and i'm like because you know there's all this like sacred rituals around the quran that like you know, it's, like, things, like, oh, if you're, they're, they, like, they tell, it's, like, this thing that, like, oh, my God, like, you can't let it touch your feet because that's disrespectful. You can't put anything on top of it because that's disrespectful. Or you can't, if you have your period, you can't touch it. That's a weird one. That one, that one, I, anyways, not, I, I will stay focused. The point is that <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm, like, uh, am I allowed to, I'm, like, naked and, like, like, have a penis inside me, and I'm, like, <laughs> like, it's holding the Quran in my parents' house, and I basically just put it back on the bookshelf and continued. Yeah, you didn't burst into flames. <laughs> I did not, bur- yeah, exactly. Amazing. Science wins, you know? Yeah. I was, like, this is called gravity. Yeah, and also, like, they, they want you to have sex, yeah, I want you to have kids and not be a bitch, right? Yeah, so did you, you guys kept having sex after that, I assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... Why didn't you make it to the closet? Well, there's all this shit in the closet. I wasn't trying to, like, oh, clean out the closet, you know. It's like, this is like, years later, we've accumulated a lot of shit that went into all the closets. But anyways, that... That's a great story. Is I knew I could count on you. Uh, <laughs> that is a really great story. So let me just recap this story. So you, you like grew up very horny, and maybe because you saw some kind of porn when you were five or so, <laughs> but you like to rub your clit and. <laughs> Just looking at bras. Yes, my maybe wanted to. Maybe want to touch make myself. Make you want to touch yourself. I was more of a toucher rather than a humper, as you were. Yeah. You like to hump things. <laughs> I was not a humper. I was more of a touch myself thing. Does that mean? I wonder what that means. I don't know, but back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hmm. Um. So there was this guy you knew since middle school because he was the headmaster's son at your little tiny baby little itty bitty prep school. <laughs> and <laughs> and um and you crush on him forever. And then like one day he just like grabbed you and started like 
face raping you. Yeah, when and when I was when we were both freshmen. And he was like, uh, and this uh, was my first kiss. Uh, this was my first kiss uh, ever. You were like, oh, you suck. You're nasty. And you, like, dogged him out on AOL. Yeah, basically. And he, like, hated you, and you hated him, and it was really ugly. So, fast forward, you guys never talked again. Never. He and left the school. He left the school, and he really could not stand the sight of you. <laughs> he didn't leave the school because of me, but maybe I added to it. Added to it. I'd like to think uh, I was just was that like, much of a heartbreaker. I just want to get out of here and get away from that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she so she cool. called me an alien on AOL. <laughs> Fuck her. Oh my gosh. I think that's like it wasn't even that bad. I mean, kids are so mean today, and like I was like. I don't even remember. All I know is something to do with an alien. It was, like, so lame. You're, like, lizard alien you tongue. You lizard face. You alien tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you kiss like an alien. Your tongue is, like, three miles like long. The, what's that movie with the, the alien? Oh, it's Alien. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Do you look like that? Gross. Not really. It was hot, right? It, well, yeah, I mean, it's a good-looking guy. So he comes back. So just so happens, the day that I am getting trashed with you and doing mushrooms, <laughs> and I go home. In my I'm parents' house up, in New Jersey. Yeah, right, in this big-ass Muslim house. <laughs> with, like, Allahu Akbar on every wall. <laughs> like, seriously. You know, your parents have a lot of art. I like that. Um, you know, they but have, like, those rugs and mm. tapestries, and they have stuff. They have, like, deep colors. I don't know. They're cool. So, anyway, they have a big-ass house. So, and a nice lawn. So, um... <laughs> well, thanks for painting that picture. Yeah. And, uh, and so you guys go to the school where you went together, break in, go to the wrestling room, and have crazy, wild-ass sex in the wrestling room. <laughs> then you guys... Go back, but you're still rubbing yourself. <laughs> so I want you more. tell him to come in and have some more beer and tequila. And so he comes in and you decide, well, let's just have sex in the best place I can think to have sex in, <laughs> which would be this unused room that no one uses. Oh, the closet's full. So we'll go on the bed. <laughs> And you're riding the shit out of him to the point that the bookcase headboard starts rattling, books start flying off. And <laughs> just one, just one book, it just falls off. It falls right on his head, hard as fuck. Yeah, and like hit, the spine like hits his like eyebrow. Oh my god, and he's bruised up, he's like, ow! Okay, it wasn't that dramatic. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Basically, basically was knocked unconscious. That'd be really funny if it actually knocked him out, (laughs) like the Quran. And then he's like, it's the Quran. (laughs) No, well, he didn't, he gives it to me. Or I take it, I don't know. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, so he takes, okay, so he doesn't even see, he just takes, he hands it to you, what the hell? (laughs) And then you see it's the Quran, and you're like, don't give it to me. I was, like, stunned. I was, like, like don't uh, give it to me. I'm naked. <laughs> I haven't done my evolution right now. <laughs> I haven't done my evolution. I can't touch this Quran right I'm now. I'm so surprised at your education <laughs> level about the rituals. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, the evolution. Thank you. Vazoo! 
Well, it's a... Anyways, that's how Indian people say it. Wazoo. Wazoo. But it's really... Wazoo. 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 But Indian people say call it Wazoo. Wazoo. Well, thanks for that. That was a really great sex story. I'm so happy to hear it. Thank you so much for sharing to my guests. Oh, my God. Well, you promised to be there when they burn me at the stake. Oh, I'll be right next to you. <laughs> when they stone me to death. Uh, well, I, I just don't marry into it. That's my advice. Gotcha. Then you have chance. Thanks, Professor Double D. Double X. X. <laughs> or Double X. Okay. Well, thanks. See how excited we get when we talk about sex and millennial so sex? Giddy. Um, so thank you so much for joining us on uh, this podcast, Millennial Sex. I'm your host, Professor Double X, and um, this is my guest. Bye. Anonymous. Anonymous Indian <laughs> Muslim <to> girl. <laughs> <Stone to death. laughs> we'll see you next time.